Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Scent Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Well, hello to you all. I'm so excited to finally be able to do this. This is something that's been such a long time in the making. It seems like forever trying to figure out everything that goes into this. And, and I'm going to go ahead and let you in on a secret. I don't know it yet. Um, but we're, we're so glad you've joined us here at the Practically Christian Podcast. And and I'm here today with my beautiful wife, um, Debbie. And, and we're going to see how this goes. Hello. So a little bit about what to expect from this podcast is we live in a time where there's no shortage of information. You know, long ago are the days of research where, like, you actually had to go to the library and check out stuff or maybe look at, and, and you know, I feel ashamed, but I don't even know what it's called, but, like... The Dewey Decimal System. Not the Dewey Decimal. I know that one. It's the thing, the microfilm thing, where you, like, you put the thing in, oh, and it's yeah, really old those. documents. Mm-hmm. Um, but research is gone. Like, microfish. everything's... At, it's microfish. Is it? I think it's called microfish. I think. Yeah, we should be ashamed of ourselves. But we live in a world today that is just obsessed with instant gratification. Just like, I want it now, and okay, Google. And, and you know, I have to watch how loud I say that because my phone may pick that up. And, like, so back in the day, if you want to know who won, let's say, like, the 1934 World Series, what would you do? Like, back in the day, you would have to find either, like, an encyclopedia or an almanac or... First, I would ask my parents to see if they knew. And then they would probably send me to the Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. And there there would be this whole process. But, like, today we just go, hey, Alexa, or hey, Hey, Siri. Siri. Right. And, you know, and that's how we find out our information. And it was the Cardinals over the Tigers, four to three, just so you know. Thank you. And I did use Ask Siri to find that out so i'm just as guilty um but we live in a time where the modern christian has a ton of information at their disposal i mean just so much between software programs like uh logos or or bible study tools.com bible gateway bible gateway i mean there's just so much out there for the modern christian to study passages right i mean i remember growing up i didn't know like the bible and and being someone that was born and raised in church you know, I didn't know that the Bible was written in Hebrew, Greek, or Aramaic. I didn't know it was written over the course of many, many, many years. I thought it was just something that somebody sat down and wrote. That's sad right. to say. <laughs> <laughs> but no longer do you need this trained pastor who spent all this time in seminary. Sorry, honey. Right? <laughs> I feel like it's such a waste now. But now, like, the average person has the ability to to use the same software, the same things that seminary trained you on right so i mean really there's no more excuses for not knowing the bible but the 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 problem is like this is very different from things in the past like if you go less than 100 years ago only rich people had the ability to read you know and as someone you know as a a reading major like yourself you know that that's it's crazy to think about that right but that means all the information someone got came from somewhere else. So it was like, okay, I can't read the Bible. But my but pastor my, will. Right. So they would go to church and 
And that was the only source of information, and they couldn't even dispel any of that information. Hopefully the pastor was giving them good, solid information. Yeah, because, and and that was my next point. Like, not all sources are created equally. Right. You know, I can go online, and and I can go to any one of these software, you know, programs that we were talking about, and we can start looking at different sources, but... Where do I those think sources this, come from? And, and I think at this point, everyone should know sources like Wikipedia aren't reliable. They aren't? I, right? <laughs> like, I was just as shocked. <sighs> and, and really, what it was is, like, anyone with a computer in enough time can go on there and edit it. Put whatever information... Actually, I, I don't know if it's Wikipedia, but I've been on websites before where it said, please submit your information to correct any information on there, so... Anybody who knows how to use a computer could just change it to whatever they wanted it to be. Right. So to some of my professors, like from seminary, I may have edited those websites that were attached to my paper, but the information looks good, right? Don't say that. No? No. Well, they already sent me my degree, so (laughs) they can't take it back now. And I owe them money still, so. You still do owe them a lot of money. But it was easy to control people back then because they lacked the ability to read. They lacked the ability to think for themselves. Um, and so these, these various institutions, you know, would control people through ignorance. Right. And. But I still think some of that's happening right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and and there's a lot of stats out there and I don't have them in front of me right now, but if you look at like education level versus, uh, incarceration. Right. You know, and how you know, that stacks up. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, white-collar crimes and stuff like that. But no. if you start looking really at who's in jail and their education levels. Right. Um, if you start looking at, you know, how much money someone makes compared to their educational level. And a lot of that's familial, too. You go back generations and it's, it's you know, mom and dad were like that. And grandma and grandpa were like that. And it's a cycle that just keeps perpetuating. But some of the ignorance, I think, comes from people just being lazy. Oh, absolutely. wanting the information. Absolutely. They want someone to tell them what to believe because then they can blame it on somebody else if it's wrong. See, and I think like my dad, like your dad. Right. You know, in that generation, my dad knew he wasn't going to college. Like he, he flat said, hey, I'm not going to college. Right, right. You know, I want to work with my hands. And he made really, not, I mean, we weren't rich, but. Right. I mean, we weren't going to soup kitchens either. Right. So like, you know, he did that, you know, and, and as a millennial. You know, I spent my entire life hearing, you have to go to college, you have to go to college. Because, like, the people in my parents' generation that went to college, right? those were the high-paid people. But even even growing up, even as a female, I remember my dad saying similar things and, you know, find a good job, stay there, you know, work your way up. And I remember that was my first vein of thought when I graduated high school because my dad did that. Right. Went to the Army, you know, got retired from the Army and then went to the post office and... You know, it was a really good long career for him. Right. And and when we were growing up, like, that's what they, they said. But now everybody seems to have a bachelor's. Right. Now you have so to have So now you have to go get your master's. Right. And then, you know, eventually it's going to go be a doctorate. And I don't even know what's after that. And what, well, they'll, they'll invent something. Yeah. Like for true. enough money. Right. And what what's happened, though, is we've become obsessed with, with just learning information. But we haven't kept up on... Like, what to do with all this information. Like, we right. have a, a ton of information. And and I, I forget off the top of my head who said it, but, like, knowing, having the information that a tomato is a fruit is great. 
but having the wisdom to know that a tomato doesn't go in a fruit salad right. is better. I and, think everything goes in a salad. You know, all this information is good. Like, information is good. Right. And, you know, but it can also be very dangerous. Right. Given you know, out by the wrong people, put into the wrong hands, and people who don't do enough to make sure that the information that they're getting is good inf- information, even if it's not, not even just with scripture, but with anything. Right. And if we look at theology or our study of God, um, and if God is what we use to base our worldview, right? you know, and I'm not even talking about like the Christian God, but whatever God it is that you worship, and right. you, you may worship the God of information, mm-hmm. you know, and if that's what you're using to set your worldview, then if your theology is bad, then so is your worldview. Right. And, and everything is tied to your worldview and what you think is right and wrong and and how you conduct everyday life. Like, you know, should you eat together? Should you, you know... Be faithful to your spouse. Right. right. Should you spank your children? Absolutely, you know, and... But, I mean, there's, there's scripture, and I mean, I'm not the seminary graduate, so I have no idea, although I should know. I know there's, in scripture, it talks about not being swept up on every wind of doctrine. Right, you know, Paul talks about that in Ephesians. And, and what he's talking about is is knowing that, is understanding that. And an example of this is we have, like, just so many different options to listen to. Like, if you just type in religion or spirituality on any podcast, oh, geez. you know, you have all these quote-unquote Christian podcasts available. Oh, not even just Christian podcasts. I mean, if you if you Google that, you'll get the Flying Spaghetti Monster informational along with the God of the Bible. Well, yeah, but, I mean, even if you look at it a different point of view, like... Just because I say Jesus, does that make me Christian? Nope. Like, just to go, oh, I believe in Jesus. But I don't think just because you go to church and read the Bible that you're a Christian. Right, and in Matthew 7, that's what Jesus is actually talking about. There will be many that say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't I? You know, didn't I prophesy in your name? Right. Didn't I cast out demons in your name? And these aren't, like, atheists he's talking to. These aren't Buddhists he's talking to. These aren't, you know, Muslims. These aren't people who don't claim to be Christian. These These are are Christians he's claiming to talk to. They're people that other people look at and go, that's what I'm trying to strive to be like. They know the Bible. They know the right things to say and do. They speak what you call, and I call, Christianese. Right, and they they, they live in these quote-unquote good moral lives. But in the end, you know, Jesus is going to say to them, depart from me, for I never knew you. You workers of lawlessness. Wow. You know, so there's a reason. And it's not simply they didn't have information. Right. Like, they knew information. It's hard to preach in Jesus' name and not have information. Their hearts weren't right. So that's a heavy burden when you stop to think about it. And and it's a burden that rests not on the information, but on what we do with that information. What we really believe at the core. And I think it has a lot to do with the people giving the information, but we have a responsibility as the people listening. Right. And ingesting that information and doing something with it. Right. And in fact, that's that's where our name came from. You know, are you practically a Christian? Like, you, you basically believe what a Christian believes, right? You kind of do good things and, you know, you give your two and a half percent on Sundays. Your kids go to... Good quote on Francis Chan there. Hey, that was a good one. Um, you know, do you almost have... really believe? Right. Like, your kids is your theology, you know, is, is your theology shaping you to be more like Christ? Mm. 
Or are you simply, you know, taking 19 steps to make a better version of the same broken sinner that you already are? Right. You said something about that the other day, and I was, I don't even know if it was your quote or somebody else's, but you said, um, if we're looking to make the best version of ourselves, we're just looking to make the best version of a sinner. That actually came from Dan. Oh, did it? Dan, if you're listening, like... That was good, Dan. You know, I I quote you sometimes. I was teaching children's church. Sorry, I, I wasn't in that one. You know, and... I know it sounds basic, and, and most people that will listen to this podcast are probably sitting here going, Duh. He's not talking about me. Right. And, and, and I very well may not be. Like, it's not my job to condemn. Um, but Jesus was talking to somebody in Matthew. Right. Like, and, he, and I'm sure, like, the people he was talking to weren't sitting here going, yeah, that, that's me he's talking to. I mean, we walked around like that for a long time. Well, and I think, you know, to a certain extent, we, we probably still do. still do. Right, right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not saying, like, perfection. We got it. Right. Cause, we hit the mark. Because that would kind of be like a definite, yeah, I'm talking to you. Right. But nowhere in scripture does it call people to be ve- better versions of themselves. No. Mm-mm. You know, it calls us to die to ourselves. Right. To, to give up our wants, our desires. At the core of every person, dating all the way back to the first person, you know, dating all the way back to Adam and Eve, our desire is to be like God. Right. Um, and our hearts are yucky from the moment we're born, and I think a lot of people struggle with that. You know, you've talked about looking at a cute little baby and how sweet they are, but at the core of who they are, being born into the world, we're Psalm natural 51. born, natural born yeah. sinners. You know, and this is exactly that the the half lie that the devil tells Eve in the garden in Genesis three. You know, if you eat of this fruit, you won't die. You'll be like God. Right. And then all of a sudden, Eve's like, "Ooh, yeah, that's what I want to do." You know, and and then Adam. And I'll probably we'll we'll get into this I'm sure later in a, in a different podcast. But you know Adam's sitting here elbow to elbow with Eve, going, "Hey, baby, you try that first. If it doesn't right. kill you, then I'll try it." Right. You know. So, so actually, okay. he's being so, a coward. Okay. So let's let, let's just talk about it. Who's really at fault? There was it Eve or was it Adam? Well, I mean, we can debate this. I mean, because Paul talks about it very heavily too. So I'm just asking your opinion, and we will get into that. Okay. Like, but here we are today. We are more educated, more civilized. We we're making progress in all forms of life, you know. Technology and medicine. Right, right. But yet we're still falling for the same lie. We have right. more information, we have more education, but yet we're still trying to be like God. We don't say that from our mouths like no one's going around going, "Oh, I want to be God." And if they are, run far away from them. You know, but but we do this all the time with our actions. We are constantly putting ourselves above others, like constantly. Right. You know, and if you we're have trying, children, you know that. We're trying to get the edge in everything we do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I work harder. I do this. I do that. I deserve. Whether it was a college degree, whether it's we have more information, th- th- it's just simply what we do. And this is exactly what we're looking to address here. The whole vein of this podcast is to challenge you to really see what you believe from a biblical standpoint. Like, it's one thing to go, yes, I believe, but it's another thing for that belief to really affect your actions in your life. And that's what James is talking about when he, when he talks about faith without works being dead. Right. Um, so if your beliefs shape how you view everything in this world, from your morals and your values to your education, your family, your job, then, then what we better be sure of is what we believe is solid, is, you know, on something on, on solid ground. Because if what we don't believe, or what we do believe, I'm sorry, isn't solid and biblical, then what are we basing it on? 
you know, right after Jesus says, depart from me, he gives them the metaphor of a wise man building his house on the rocks and the fool building it on the sand. I remember singing that as a little kid. Right. And that's what we've turned it into, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I didn't we have little kids and right. I could bring them in here and they, and they could sing that song too. Right. And he, you know, granted here I am years later, I could sing that song. Right. But at the time I didn't know. But like, understand the theology behind that. Right. Like a wise man builds his house upon the rock. Well, what's the rock? You know, and Jesus tells Peter, oh, on this rock, I will build my church. And, and what is he talking about? Like, what is he getting at? And it, it matters. It really Foundation does. Foundation matters. Yeah, though. because right. you want your house to come crashing down because there's a storm. Like, you built it on the beach sand. Right. So the problem isn't the information we have available. The problem is what we do with the information. Right. This is the difference from being an actual follower of Christ mm-hmm. and simply being a practical Christian. Right. You know, so I can't wait to explore issues like, do you pray while you poop? Wow, I don't know if I'm going to be a part of that one. Like, do you read the Bible while you're sitting there just dropping deuces? Oh my goodness. You know. Wow. Is private school better than public school? Mm-hmm. Which will be fun since right. we're both, you know, private school teachers. Right. But we both went to public schools our whole life. Right. Didn't turn out so bad. You know, what about John Piper's decision to not watch TV? Ever. Like, is that biblical? Like, he doesn't even own one. Mm. You know, is that what we should be striving to do? But before we do all of that, we have to decide to simply not be a practical Christian. Like, just, yeah, I'm practically saved. I'm practic. I practically believe in Jesus. Right. Um, so, you know, we're looking to get into all those, and, and that's what the whole vein behind this is. How do we take this information, all this knowledge we have? And we'll have guest speakers, right? Sure. Here and there? Sure. Okay. You know, because all the money that's backing this. You know, we're definitely... I didn't say who the guest speakers were. It could have been a 10-year-old that lives in our house. <laughs> It'll be a guest speaker, though. Sure. And, you know... Anybody we'll, want to be we'll a guest speaker, let right? us know. Just start emailing now so we can get you um, signed up. I don't know what the email is. We don't even have an email right now. So give your email. I'm not giving my email okay. out. Like, all seven people that are going to listen to this <laughs> might email me. Or they could just text you. And five of them live in the house, so they could just come talk to me. Oh, have some faith, honey. Like, Dan will send me an email. And say, why did you use my quote? Right. And how come Debbie didn't give me props? I didn't know it was him. I just knew somebody said it. But, like, those are all really good issues, and and that's what we're looking to discuss here, and that's what we're looking to try to get into here. So, until then, until next week. Until next week. Until next week. Please like, share, comment. Like, those things are huge. If you have any thoughts, text Josh. Let him know. He's open to ideas. No, I'm not. Not saying he's going to do anything with them, but he (laughs) is open to hear them. So until next week, we love you guys and we can't wait to see you. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you and we love you.